are back, Dave Van Auken. This is the Dave Van Auken Show. We are in February. It is Wednesday, February 1st. The podcast is back. It's packed, like always, guys. I'm going to give you a little Max Holloway, Arnold Allen, the anchor of the show, the voice of the PFL, Sean O'Connell. Man, uh, you know, I'm going to give you know, peel back the curtain just a little bit. When we sometimes, you know, you get these interviews, you have to go through the proper channels through uh, organizations. They're like, hey, you know, Sean's got a busy day. We got PFL Challenger Series this Friday night. By the way, shout out to the PFL Challenger Series uh, this past weekend. was an incredible show. Talk to you about that in a sec. But they're like, yeah, he's got 10, 15 minutes. We go for 23 minutes. It's so fucking good. It's gold, guys. It's 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 awesome content. It's funny. Um, I love Sean O'Connell. He, he really gives it how it is. Talks about Francis Nagano. Free agents, the Challenger series, uh, what he expects from uh, PFL this year, and so much more. So, anchor the show, Sean O'Connell. Um, you know, tip of the hat, awesome stuff. But um, yeah, let's talk about it. So, Friday night, I was live in Orlando, Florida, for the PFL Challenger series. A hell of a show. We love, love, love the PFL here at Fight Bananas. Uh, hey, let's just say this: we're eating dinner with Ray Lewis, Kenny Florian, T. Woodley. Great stuff. It's an incredible show. Uh, Thad Gene was the absolute star of the show. We do a post-fight interview, guys. You can go get that on Fight Bananas Official on the IG or, of course, on our YouTube channel. Subscribe today to Fight Bananas. Uh, Thad Gene was a star. We also, the diamond in the rough, we talked with Mike Platinum Perry. He was there in the crowd, so uh, we talked to him for two, three minutes. He talks about him maybe one day being in the PFL this year in 2023. Talks about Jake Paul. Same thing, guys. If you want that interview, you want that content, go to the YouTube channel, go to the Instagram channel. All the content is there. So a uh, great night uh, this past Friday night. This Friday, Fight Bananas will be all over the place. We will have people there in Orlando, Florida. We'll have our L Dawson, her husband, UFC superstar, undefeated in the UFC. Grant Dawson will be there for Fight Benaz. We got Paige there. We got Eddie there. So shout out. Uh, we're, well, Fight Benaz will be holding it down for the Challenger Series. Myself, I will not be there. I will be uh, in Pensacola. We'll be commentating Island Fight 76. Make sure you go um, watch that, listen to that. Myself and the Savage Jillian, the Savage Robertson, will be doing the commentary. We'll be putting the lyrics on the art that we're going to be seeing inside that squared ring. So that's Friday night, Island Fight 76, PFL Challenger Series. Uh, UFC's back, Derek Lewis in the main event. How about Bellator show, Johnny Evelyn in the co-main. Fedor's retirement fight against Ryan Bader. Packed, packed week, guys. I cannot wait to come back. Uh, I'm going to be doing a lot of content early next week, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Uh, by the way, the post-fight show, the Fight Ass post-fight show with Blake and Jonathan. They're back. They're going to stay up to 3 a.m. and give you the content. We also have a, a little birdie told me that Randy Couture is coming to fight Bananas. So a lot of content's coming in the near future. We're so damn excited. But um, let me talk about real quick. Arnold Allen and Max Holloway just got announced. We didn't have a time to give it its own little show. So I just want to give it two minutes. Guys, that fight is so good. That is matchmaking at its best. When I love when matches are made when whoever wins wins and whoever loses probably doesn't lose right yeah if max holloway loses to arnold allen who's never lost in the ufc he doesn't lose any steam it's max holloway people still debate if he's the greatest featherweight in the history of the ufc if arnold allen loses to max holloway god damn it it's max holloway the greatest featherweight in the history of the ufc and that's a great fight for max holloway I, it's a really i mean for arnold allen it's great to see he's gonna be in the main event we're gonna see him hopefully maybe for 25 minutes He's going to learn a lot, win or lose. And that's what I love about matchups like these. It's the right two guys. 
We got Emmett and Yair. They're coming next weekend uh, for the pay-per-view. Of course, we know what Volkanovski's doing. He's about to upset the goddamn world. I'm telling you that right now. Spoiler alert, Volkanovski, champ, champ. Count it, all right? So Arnold Allen, Max Holloway, love this fight. Uh, Max Holloway's the betting slight favorite. I saw the odds come out. Um, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, simmer on that. I'm going to put that in the old crock pot and let that bake a little bit. I thought I was going to get Max Holloway as an underdog, as a dog. I was going to be all on it. But you're going to tell me, you're going to give me the undefeated in the UFC Arnold Allen with plus money? So I don't know, guys. And talking about that, you know where to go. Hit up the MMAshark.com. Go to the MMAshark.com. Put in that promo code 2023BANANAS. And also, if you guys want a free month of February, Fight Benaz, I'm going to, God damn, I'm going to pay your bill. Just DM me, message me, message Fight Benaz. If you want it for free, all the PFLs, all the Bellators, all the LFAs, all the UFCs in February is absolutely free. Message me today. We'll get it to you. Um, all right, let's go. Sean O'Connell's coming on. Great pod, like I said. We're going to have a fun time, and um, it, it's a good one, guys. I'm telling you, 20, 25 minutes of gold. Enjoy it. Friday night, check us out. Island Fight 76, Jillian, the Savage Robertson, and myself. And uh, make sure you check on our socials all weekend long. PFL, a ton of interviews. Uh, Michelle Montague's back in the PFL Challenger Series. L. Dawson, Grant Dawson, cannot wait. They're going to steal the show there Friday night. All right, guys, here's Sean O'Connell, uh, the voice of the PF. All right, guys, we are live. The red light is on Dave Van Auken, and I'm here with the voice of the PFL, Mr. Sean O'Connell. My man, how are you? Doing great. Glad glad to be here with you. How are you? Doing good, my man. Doing good. Uh, I was there this past Friday, Thad Jean, the welterweights. It was a great show. So before my list of eight questions for you, just the first week, first take of uh, that show that we just saw on FUBU TV this past Friday night. Uh, look, it was great. It was a great debut for us in uh, the second season of the Challenger Series. You know, last year, we obviously had a, a bunch of really quality fighters come out of the product. And it's uh, impressive to me the job that Ray Sefo and the fighter operations team does to keep finding like this emerging talent. You know, right, you, right. I always think that we're going to kind of like head to the bottom of the barrel. We're going to get like the, the talent pool is going to get shallow. And with how kids are training young these days and, you know, like that is what, like 24 years old and already has an incredible skill set. It's like the future of this sport and of the PFL is so, so bright. And he's a great representation of that. And not even in the cage. Uh, we did a post-fight interview with Thad. And, of course, I know you guys were probably talking to him before. And the way everything, that kid's a star. Like, the kid's got it all. The smile, the uh, the charisma, the communication. Like, Thad could be the absolute, in two, three years from now, could be the face of the PFL. I think that high of him. He's Yeah, well, and, you know, we, we let it play out, right? Because it is a meritocracy, which is the <laughs> right, beauty right, of it. Right. But, but he looks the part. He, yep. he speaks the part, right? He's just... Like he's an absolute specimen of an athlete. You 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 put that kid on a football field and he belongs. You put that kid on a basketball court or a baseball field or a soccer field, he absolutely belongs. And it's really cool that the sport of mixed martial arts is drawing those raw athletes now. Whereas yeah. in the past it was it was a lot less common. So yeah, excited about his potential. And he wasn't the only impressive performance, but you know, he was the guy who got the contract. So looking forward to seeing what he can do in the PFL. Absolutely. Um, so we're on the Challenger Series, so let's talk more about it. More um, wide uh, spectra, in a way, is 
I'm a huge fan of it. Um, I'm based here out of Daytona and Orlando. So I've been to like six or seven out of the nine and just what it did for the, even the season last year. And what I think it's going to do for a course, multiple years ahead for the PFL. I've been talking with everyone backstage about it. I think it's like the bloodline of the PFL in the future. How hard are you on the challenger series? Do you think it's a must? Are you like, Hey, no, you know, these guys can grow and be stars. You know, we'll, we'll get them later. You guys are signing Shane Burgos signing main, you know, big names. We'll get into a heavyweight maybe later on, but how, um, where's you, where's your take and your thoughts on the PFL challenger series? Look, I'm incredibly high on it. And I don't know if the big bosses are happy about me admitting this, but when it was proposed, like before last season, they're like, it's going to be reality television meets MMA. It's going to be celebrity judges and the fans having a vote to see who gets the contract and we're going to scout talent. I was just like, I don't know if I like how that sounds. You know what I mean? Because for me, it's always been a sport. It's always been like kind of like real competition and, and the purity of that, if that's even real in MMA. And I was dead wrong. You know, like the last year it delivered, we got incredible fighters out of it. I, I thought that the celebrity judges and that panel and that kind of vibe really added something, made it a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah. So I like, I was incredibly impressed and very happy that they decided to make me part of it. Even if I wasn't crazy enthusiastic about it at the very beginning, I was dead wrong about that, man. It was, it's really awesome. And, and for me, it's something we have to continue every year moving forward because yeah, there, there's opportunities for the PFL to get some big free agents in MMA and to make some splashes. And, you know, Shane Burgos is one of those and Anthony Pettis and Rory McDonald and guys that we've signed in the past. Sure. Absolutely are that. Um, but I still think the most important thing for the professional fighters league is to, to build homegrown talent that is undeniably among the best mixed martial artists in the world. Right. And, and like, to be frank, that's very hard to do in what has only been four short seasons, right? Now we're heading for our fifth year uh, with, with the competition being really the UFC and I guess on some level Bellator and 1FC in some of those places. Like, we have to be able to say, no, our champ can beat your champ. Our champ can compete with your best guys, right? Yeah. Our, our runners up or our guys who are in the playoffs could go over there and be a, a top 15 fighter. Like, we have to be able to say that. And if it's just people that that they already had and cut that are populating the PFL roster, that's not going to be overly compelling for fans. Sure. If I can tell you, and I say this with confidence, a homegrown talent, if Ray Cooper III can beat anybody at 170 in the world, I believe that. Yeah. Would, would he be favored in every 170-pound fight in the world? No. But does he have a an absolute chance against even like Kamaru Usman and Leon Edwards and those guys, 100% that absolutely is true. Anyone who's watched Ray's fights and know his skill set can tell you that he's got what it takes to beat just about anybody. We need there to be that person in every single weight class in the PFL and the challenger series is what's going to provide that. Yeah. And to kind of double down on that and to throw out even a couple names and it is, it's, it's uber important to get Shane Burgos. who I still think I love that sign because to me, he is, more in his prime than maybe a couple signees in the past year, year and a half. Of course, there's that, you know, elephant in the room of Francis Nagano, who is, you know, who left as the greatest heavyweight on this planet before, you know, leaving that organization. So there's definitely that. But in the future, how important Michelle Monaco and Carlos Liao and Chris Mixon and Thad Jean, just some of those names, 
like these guys, you know, when you can say and you can have all the ammo of every time they fought, they're PFL guys. I, and I think that's really important to give it a stamp of approval or whatever the uh, analogy you want to say. I just think it's uh, it's important for the growth of the PFL. I'm so high in the Challenger Series. Um, I love the every event. I've been to Arlington. We went to Atlanta last year. The PFL Challenger Series is one of my favorite events each year. I love it. I think it's dynamite. Yeah, it's really great. Uh, I like the way that it's packaged. It's been really fun for me because, you know, I, I grew up as a bat and ball sports guy. Like football was my yeah. first love, you know what I mean? And now I get I get to to talk on a regular basis with a Hall of Fame, you know? Like, yeah. you know how insane it is that Ray Lewis knows who I am? Like that <laughs> – <laughs> we had you know after the uh the weigh-in right and then we uh we had the dinner on the side there and uh, we're eating our pulled pork which is dynamite by the way pfl knows how to do it those cookies are unreal but we're sitting you know the next table over is ray lewis and t woodley it's like what are we doing here you know ray yeah. lewis it's it's, yeah. insane. it's insane i know i gotta I got pinch myself sometimes because we've had you know some really big names be involved and yeah even just you know the regular season pfl stuff I me mean, just being part of this organization period like Randy Couture was one of the my first heroes in the sport. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Randy, that that first season of of tough that he and Chuck coached was for me like really what sparked my interest because I saw guys that I thought were like myself having success. I was right. like, I was like Forrest Griffin and, and Chris Lieben were the two that I'm just like those guys are unbelievable fighters. They're not like freak athletes. They're sure. they're not. They're right. not people like Francis Ngannou. They're not people like Thad Jean. They're not dudes who can yeah. jump out of the gym and run a 4-4-40. But look what they can do because they've got that kind of grit and the mentality that I thought I had. And Randy was a part of that. And yep. now now Randy's a good friend of mine. Like, that's crazy to me that, it, that the PFL has provided me with these opportunities. And it's doing the same for basically any fighter who wants to take advantage of it. It's so funny you said that. Kind of one of my next questions I want to get into, and I you probably have answered this 35 times. I've kind of looked into it, and I've never – I've tried to watch it and haven't heard it. It's 10 years ago, Sean, eight years ago, five years ago. What would you have think right now if someone pinches you in 2023 be like, hey, you know, you're flying on a Thursday. You're going to get to Orlando. You're you're going to commentate for the PFL, or and then you're going to do the, the – you're just at Madison Square Garden to commentate. What, what would you say to Sean O'Connell – eight years ago, 10 years ago, that you would be the voice. You, you're, you're, you're the guy, you know, not trying to blow it. You're the, you're the guy in the PFL on the voice side of it doing commentary. You know, what's. Well, this is going to sound cocky. I, I wouldn't have been all that surprised because this is something I wanted to do for a long time. And okay. I've worked, okay. And I've worked in, you know, I've worked in sports media, you know, as a radio host for the most part. And then as a fighter, I was like, all right, who else, who else in the world? Like legitimately, who else in the world has a pretty firmly established broadcasting career and also has fought at a very high level? Like that, the the, the list is is very short. And actually, the list now is mostly, almost entirely made up of people who started as fighters and then were given broadcasting opportunities, not vice right. versa. Right. Right. So right. I, during my whole fighting career, I had a daily radio show. Sports talk radio, like in Salt Lake City and San Francisco and different places. I always, I mean, I'd show up with black eyes because on one of the funniest stories of my entire career, I fought Marvin Eastman in one of my last fights before I made, got the call up to the UFC. I fought Marvin Eastman and I beat him, but he elbowed me in the fight and just swelled my eye up really nasty, right? Yeah, yeah. 
and I was working in in uh, in San Francisco, and I was I was doing the Raiders post game show, and I Saturday night fought Marvin Eastman. Sunday morning, got on the first flight, flew back to the Bay Area, went to the Oakland Coliseum, watched the game in the press box, kept my sunglasses on, took them off, and my eye was huge, purple, swollen shut. And everyone else in the media was just like, what the hell is this? <laughs> right, right. And it's, I had those two careers going the whole time, right? Yeah. So I, I knew eventually I would marry those things and be, and I thought I could be really good at, at whatever that looked like. And thankfully, the PFL gave me the opportunity that nobody else would. Yeah. And I think it's worked out for both parties. I'm very grateful for what they've done for me. And I, I hope they feel the same because I think that we do a good job on the broadcast team. Yeah. So. Totally. I, I want to be the face and the voice and the whatever else of this company for as long as they'll have me. That's awesome. Um, how damn good is Kenny Florian? How so good, good is he? Look, I've been so, so lucky. That's the other thing, right? Yeah. Like people have been nice about our like reviews, uh, so to speak, online of like our, our broadcast team. From the very first people I got to work with to our broadcast team now, everyone has been so good and made me look better and been so easy to work with. Like Kenny – is just a master. Randy is so good. Uh, I mean, Lillian, who is part of our our, our crew for, as the in cage announcer. Like, right. go back to when we had it, it was Joe Martinez, and when uh, when Eve was doing it with us. Like, I just always had people I could lean on. That I just was like, hey man, how did he how did he set that up? And then just let him run. Right, 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 right. And it make it makes me look like a genius because I asked the right question and they are so good at their job. So yeah. it's amazing. Hey to work with them. It's it's funny you say that. That's like my main thing. So I dabble a little bit into commentary. Actually, that's why I won't be at this Friday's um, Challenger Series. I have a commentary gig in uh, Pensacola. So I'm doing, and I'm doing, I usually do it with a fighter because I'm the, you know, the the lead guy. And it's, that's what I do. I just kind of try to give them softballs. I'm doing it with Jillian uh, Robertson on Friday. It's like, hey, Jillian, they're on the ground. What happened there? What do you see there? And it's just kind of tossing to them. They hit home runs and, uh, you know, I'm just the point guard. So uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. All right. Three last things, two fun questions at the end. Let's talk about it. We uh, leaned into it a couple of times. Francis Nagano, one of the biggest names in the sport. He was the UFC heavyweight champion, the most dominant guy in the world, you know, uh, absolute free agent. How big would it be for him, uh, you know, transitioning and signing with the PFL in the, in the near future? It would be enormous. I think it's a no-brainer for both parties. Yep. yep. Uh, I My hope is that we can make it happen and get it across the finish line. I know that the PFL would be a great landing place for Francis because what he asks for in the sport of mixed martial arts is to be – uh, treated more like a partner rather than an employee or not even an employee, but just like a, like a servant of the system. You know what I mean? Right, right. Uh, that's what the PFL offers. You know, there's opportunities for Francis, uh, someone of his stature in the sport to, you know, to pr- We lost you, Sean. Let's see. Incredible. He's he got a fight. phone call. He's coming back. Oh. You good? Yeah. Could you hear me that whole time? Or you want me to keep going? Uh, you ended, um, you know, halfway through with Francis, partner, you know, not uh, being no, look, more I, respected. I just think that, that Francis <clears throat> is looking to be, to be respected, to be treated like the elite athlete, the champion that he is. And 
I know that people who are, quite frankly, a lot less prominent on this on the MMA landscape are treated that way by the PFL. So someone his stature absolutely would get the treatment that he's looking for. And it's obviously uh, it would be a huge win for us because it legitimizes not only our heavyweight division, but the the PFL in a way that I think some of our haters or our skeptics are, are reluctant to see. They don't want they don't want us to say that we've got the best fighters or some of the best fighters in the world. And if you get Francis Ngannou on the roster, that's an undeniably true. I mean, I think it's already true. Right. But of course. Of I, course. Of course. Like I think Shane Burgos is that. I think Ray Cooper is that. I think I think there's like a dozen fighters on our on our roster that you can't deny are some of the best in the world. But with Francis, like literally no one can say, yeah, oh, they, they don't have elite fighters over there. We have the best heavyweight in the world. Okay. Right. So I hope we can get it done. Uh, I know that he wants to do the boxing match with Fury. I hope he can make that happen and that he comes over afterward. My selfish wish is that <laughs> we would see Francis in the season format, right? Okay. okay. I want to see, see how that monster holds up for four fights a year, right? On Why? quick turnarounds. I want to see that's like crazy. that's a challenge, right? For somebody like that, that's a challenge for any fighter. I want to see what it looks like. More realistically, he'll be part of the super fight division if we can get a deal done and he'll get a big pay-per-view share. And the MMA world will see after the fact, uh, you know, that there's a legitimate option for the best, very best fighters in weight classes in the world to come over and make big money and big names for themselves. Absolutely. All right, Sean, two last things and we'll let you run, man. Appreciate your time very much. Um we love doing Mount Rushmore's here at Fight Bananas. It's just a fun topic to always talk about. It's so debatable. We post it, and then everyone rips it apart or loves it. Yeah. Um, I would love yours, uh, not even just an all-time MMA. We're just going to give – you're the voice of the PFL, so we're just going to give you the PFL Mount Rushmore, who are the four fighters. You can't take off this Mount Rushmore uh, that kind of has that PFL flag behind them. Okay, um, I'm going to be very vain and selfish, and I'm going to put myself on the PFL Mount Rushmore because Love it. I won the light heavyweight championship the first year as the biggest underdog on that card, and then of course I jumped right from the cage into the booth, so to speak, and now I get to call it. So uh, because it's low hanging fruit, and no one's <laughs> going to put me on a Mount Rushmore, I'm doing it for myself. There you go, uh, brother. All right, so I put myself on there. I'm putting Ray Cooper the third on there. Uh, Ray, I think Ray is the the most complete fighter we've had in the PFL. I think that he's the scariest of all of the scary folks we've had run through our uh, our four seasons, our four plus seasons. As now we head into number five. Uh, obviously, you got to put Kayla Harrison on there. Absolutely. Uh, you know, Kayla's an unbelievable competitor. She's probably on the Mount Rushmore, and well, she's definitely on the Mount Rushmore in judo, also. But for the PFL. She helped get a lot of the attention that has uh, has launched us to the place that we're at right now yep. in the MMA world. And then that fourth spot gets tough for me because we've had a lot of really great champs. And how do you split hairs between them? Oh, man, I you know what? I'm going to go with Natan Schultz. Okay. Uh, Natan okay. Schultz, the two-time champ who was one of our homegrown products. You know what I yep. mean? You could say it for Lance Palmer also, but Natan was even more like he was only PFL, right? Right. Lance right. Palmer was part of the World Series of Fighting. So, look, winning, like one, of these, winning one of these seasons is tough, right? Yeah. Winning two back-to-back -to -back is crazy. 
and the fact that Ray Cooper was a finalist and then won two in a row, yeah. like that's that that's super legit. So that's my Mount Rushmore, and I get it. One of those things is not like the other, but <laughs> I'm still gonna keep myself there. I, I love it, my man. I love it. That, that's a good one. That's gonna be fun. That's gonna be a good uh, debatable thing. All right, last thing. We'll let you run. Love your take on this. I think it's a great question. Who, uh, I hate to put you on the spot on it, but I will. Who is like a 2023 dark horse for the PFL? Of course, like uh, Postman Taylor came out of nowhere, literally went all the way to the finals. Even, uh, you know, side last year, not a lot of people thought that. Welterweight division's got a lot of stars. Who's someone this year, someone who you saw during the season, or even a challenger, uh, Chris Mixon type, a Carlos Leal type, a Michelle Montague type, that could really make big waves in 2023. Okay, you put me on the spot here a little bit, but I but I really like that. Um, so the the low hanging fruit, the obvious one here, is Delano Taylor. Like people okay. don't people don't realize that dude is 26. He was 26 last year, so I think maybe he's 27 years old now. Yeah, and he fought Magomed Magomedkarimov, who's just outside of my Mount Rushmore, right? Right. To a right. very close decision, like he, he like he, he gave he gave Maga a bunch of trouble. He retired Rory McDonald with that right hand, one of the best welterweights in the history of our sport. Agreed. And then he he accounted well for himself in the finals, but Sadabusi's length and with the, the takedown defense that he has now, like that that dude is a problem, a puzzle that um, it's going to be very very difficult for any welterweight to solve. Delano is just scratching the surface. That dude yep. is going to be a master and a problem in the welterweight division moving forward. So it's probably not fair to call him a dark horse, but because of the circumstances of last year, he was very unsung, even heading into the championship as an alternate. People were just like, what is this? Right, right. He's, he's something to be reckoned with, not just this year, but probably for the next three to five. Just thinking, just talking that out loud, uh, Cy, uh, Megama, um, Taylor, Carlos Leal, Ray Cooper, who's more, like you said, the, the greatest welterweight. That's a stacked division. Like, I, I'm not trying to blow any soap. That PFL welterweight to the UFC welterweights, I can't wait. Yeah, 18 months from now, we'll see. You know, it's got some studs, young talent in there. Absolutely. And it keeps growing. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. The, our Ray, Ray Sefo and our fighter operations team, Don and Pete, Pete Murray, Don Davis, um, they are they are not shy about making things happen, and they know what to look for, and that's uh, that's one of the joys of working for this company. Is I, as involved as I want to be, as much as I want people to listen to my input, like hey, we should go get this guy. Hey, we should go get this guy. Every time I send a text or make a call, they're like, yeah, dummy, we've been working on that for like three months. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right, so. Uh -oh. Shot, man. I took too much of your time. I appreciate it. The uh, next time at the Challenger Series, I'm going to come and pinch you. I appreciate your time, and uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks down there in Orlando. All right. Uh, hey, have a great call. I appreciate it, brother. We'll do. All right. All right. All right man. Have a good day. Thanks.